I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, this is the episode that I think all of you need. I have been coaching on this so much lately, like everywhere that I've been coaching, I feel like this has been a theme that has come up and I wanted to do a podcast about it. I think that if you could just download the information from this podcast and make it your new norm, your life would be so much easier. So let's talk about it. Here's something that I've noticed with all of you listening, those of you that I talk to, when I coach you, here's what I hear really often, that you are too something or not something enough. I know this is like already hitting you. You're filling in the blanks for sure. I think we all have stories like this of the things that we are too much of or not enough of. I think particularly for women, you just don't escape childhood and growing up without a bunch of stories about the things that you're too much of and the things that you're not enough of. And then what I see when you come to me to grow a business is that you're then bringing these stories into your business. You're bringing in these stories about yourself and all the things about you that you think are not acceptable You are making those things the reason that you are not as successful as you want to be. What I mean by that is when you look at, okay, I set a goal. I didn't hit the goal. Why did I not hit the goal? The blank that you fill in of why did I not hit the goal is all of your too much and not enough stories. It is not actual reasons why you didn't hit the goal. It's this baggage from previous periods of your life and the judgment of yourself that started from other people that you picked up from other people that you have been carrying with you ever since. So this is going to lead to feeling exhausted, stressed, burnt out, a bunch of other things. And what I notice for people who are feeling exhausted and tired and stressed and burnt out in their business or just like blah, Some of you, for some of you, it's not this exhaustion. It's just like this blah, like disengagement, like checked out. And what I see is that you think that it's your business. You think that it is the idea of setting goals. You think it's your offer, your niche, the type of business you have. You think it's the marketing platforms you're using. You think it's the coach you're working with. You think it's the program that you're a part of, the system that you're following. It is not those things. It is these thoughts about being too much of something and not enough of something that you have carried through. So no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what your action steps are, you are carrying exhausting thoughts, disengaging thoughts, stressful thoughts, into your business and there is no circumstance and there is no action step that you can use to outrun those thoughts. 
You have to address these thoughts to be able to get past them, to be able to not have them impact you. It is these thoughts that you have carried forward into your business that are making you feel this way. Okay, I feel like that's a lot for the first few minutes. I'm like, this is what's going on in your brain. And yes, that is exactly what's going on in your brain. And I want you to know, like just pausing for a second, that this is what's going on in all of our brains. Like, I think sometimes you hear me talk about this and you're like, yeah, you're right. I am terrible. I am never telling you that you are terrible. Even if I sound agitated or fired up about something, I am fired up about the fact that no one teaches us this. I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of women since I became a coach. And before that, I mentored women. I did counseling for women. Like since I was in high school, when I started as a peer mentor, like I have been working with women since I was a child, basically. I guess I was working with other female children. But what I'm saying is I have seen the inside of a lot of female brains. And what I have noticed is that they all say the same things. This isn't you. Like this isn't your problem. Thinking that you're too much of something or not enough of something. This isn't your unique struggle. And it actually isn't true. You are not too much of that thing. You are not, not enough of that other thing. Whatever these things are, these thoughts you have, they are just thoughts. They are not the truth. It's kind of like anything else that you grew up with that you no longer do. Like when I was growing up, for part of my childhood, I lived with my grandparents. And my grandma would always put water chestnuts in stuff. And I remember being like in second grade and I would, I hated water chestnuts. I would like shove all of the water chestnuts on the plate into my mouth until they were all collected. And then I would excuse myself to go to the bathroom and then I would just like spit them all out in the toilet and flush them. (laughs) I hated water chestnuts and grew up in a like culture of clean plate club. So it was like not acceptable to just leave all the water chestnuts on the plate. These thoughts, the not enough thoughts, the too much thoughts, they are the water chestnuts that you grew up with having to accept and you don't have to. You don't have to accept them anymore. You don't have to believe them anymore. So I want to give you a little workaround. I want to help you get to this place where you can start to stop judging yourself. That's funny. Start to stop. (laughs) Where you can let go of self-judgment. And I want you to know this is a journey. I have started doing Pilates this year and something that I have learned, like I started doing Pilates because I have a lot of body pain and my doctor said the pain that you have would be greatly helped by Pilates. Like if you build up core strength and strengthen these other kind of areas, you are not going to experience some of this pain anymore. 
So I've been going to Pilates and what I have learned about myself is that I have a lot of ways of moving my body that are really dysfunctional. Like when I go up on my toes, I tend to like tip outward on the outer parts of my foot instead of being like really solid, like on the big toe and like first couple of toes after it. Hopefully you're getting a good visual of this. But like to me, that turning out has never been something that I ever thought was a problem. But my Pilates instructor points it out every time. I also am somebody whose shoulders are always up, like towards my ears. And I have to consciously remember to relax them and like put them back where shoulders belong. (laughs) They don't belong like climbing up my neck. So little things like that where it's like, this is just the way that I have held my body, have moved my body for years, potentially decades. It's the natural movement style of my body and it takes so much intention for me to notice and shift it. And just because she pointed it out one time in our first session together does not mean that now I never ever do the old way ever again. No, I do the old way all the time. We've been doing this for months and months and I'm still doing the old way and still like really having to work my brain pretty hard to remember the way that I'm supposed to move. So it's like that with our thoughts. This is not a one and done. So don't expect that. Have compassion for yourself in the process. You have decades of this dysfunctional thought pattern of being too much of something or not enough of something. You have decades of that. You have so much practice with those thoughts, of course. They're going to take a while for you to get your hands around them, for you to like really get used to choosing a different thought and having that awareness. So don't judge yourself for judging yourself. I know that's really a temptation for all of us. Like as soon as we learn how much our thoughts matter, suddenly we crack down on the thoughts we have that aren't good and judge ourselves for having them. And it's like, no, of course we have thoughts that don't serve us. We are a human being. Welcome to being a human. You are going to have thoughts that don't serve you. That is what it is to be human. So you need to have compassion for your humanness. Please do not expect yourself to be a robot. Do not judge yourself for not being a robot. So here is how you judge yourself. First, I want you to think about this. How does my brain work? I want you to have this like inquiry with a lot of curiosity and acceptance. So for me, like before I even knew that I had ADHD, one thing I knew for sure is that I can be very scatterbrained and forgetful. And I am somebody who is very, typically, very in the moment. And things that are not happening in that moment don't really exist to me. So appointments that I have later in the day or things that I really wanted to remember or somebody that I wanted to reach out to, all of these things, these things are not in my brain. And for a long time, I made myself wrong for this. I was like, well, and I will just say, I received feedback as a child that I was careless and that I needed to be more thoughtful. So I carried those (laughs) messages forward too, right? So I learned to judge the way that I was instead of learn to work with it. 
So instead of trying to figure out how to work with it, I spent a lot of my life just judging it. Like, I'm doing it wrong. I'm being bad. What are the things other people do so that I can be like that and be good? So I can do it the right way. And I think that's what a lot of us think. And I really want to help you break that thinking. I want you to, from a really open, accepting place, Be very curious about how does my brain work? What are the things about my brain? Like what is it's just like basic operating mode? If I'm not judging it at all, like what are the things that are like the ways that my brain works? And then from there, I want you to think about how can I work with that? So instead of how can I change that, which is what a lot of you do. And for a lot of you, by the way, this is why time management systems from other people may not work for you. And this is like the whole premise of Time Redesigned. So if you have not taken that course yet, you definitely should take that course because it takes you through this process of figuring out how can I work with my brain with regards to getting things done and managing your time. Every single other time management system out there is teaching you like very rigidly, this is the right way, This is what you need to like discipline yourself to do. And I'm always in favor of looking for where is there the least amount of friction. So working with your brain is working with the thing that has the least amount of friction. So I want you to think about how do I work with my brain without making yourself wrong, but instead making how you are a variable that you have to factor in. Like, this is just a variable that I have to factor in. It's not something wrong with me. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, like when you've had like an event or a lot of work to do or a project or something like that, something that you're excited to do that's going to need your focus for a long time and you have to eat meals while you're doing it. Like, I'm trying to think of some good examples. For me, it's like, When I have written books for my programs, I can like get in this zone, like this hyper-focused zone, and it feels very irritating to me that I have to be interrupted to eat a meal. I'm trying to think of other things. Oh my gosh, I feel like my mom is like this with shopping. Like she could go to the mall all day long and like not eat any food, and me and my sister are like, hello, we eat and drink. (laughs) Please feed and water us right now. So I think that this is like... A, it's just like that, right? It's a thing very much like that. Like the way that your brain works is just like needing to factor in eating when you're doing a very engrossing thing, right? It's You don't think, why do I have to eat? I shouldn't have to eat. Other people don't have to eat. Like you don't berate yourself for needing to eat or drink water, right? You're just like, yeah, that might be a little annoying, but also this is because I'm a human. I'm like, this is how you maintain a human body is giving it food and water. So I want you to think the same way, factoring in the way that your brain works. Like, okay, yeah, it might be a little annoying that I'm super forgetful. And yet, this is just how I am. How can I work with this? So from there, you then implement that. Like you let that be your new operating mode. So I have some examples for you because I feel like I have so many examples of this from my life. One of them is... The New Year's resolution that I made this year. I am not a New Year's resolution person. I have not made one maybe ever before in my life. 
I'm just not into that. Like to me, my birthday is such more of a big reflecting event for me than the end of the year and beginning of the next year. But this year I did decide to make a New Year's resolution and it is to say yes when somebody says, would you like to schedule your next appointment? (laughs) I am totally the person who's like, no, I'll do it online. And then like for my hair, for example, it will get to the time when I really am like, oh no, I really need to get my hair done. Like it looks terrible. It needs to be done yesterday. And then I look in my stylist's calendar and she doesn't have availability for like five or six weeks. And I'm like, damn it, I really should have made this appointment earlier. So things like that. So now I am the person who says yes when somebody offers to schedule my next appointment for me. And if they don't, I try to schedule as many in advance as I possibly can and have that have things scheduled before I need them. So this is an example for me. Another example is for some reason for a while, I would just like, this feels like living on the edge. I think some of us like get a rush from living on the edge like this. And I want to encourage you to just stop. So with podcasts, I would not subscribe to podcasts that I liked. I would like make myself remember to go download episodes. What is this? Like, This feels like a test that I just like am going to fail the majority of the time. And then I'm going to miss out on the podcast that I want to listen to. So if this is you and you're like that with my podcast, this is your official nudge. Just subscribe to the podcast. Just hit subscribe. And any other podcast that you're that way about or anything else that you're that way about, just like do it. I've also subscribed to... What have I subscribed to? I feel like vitamins that I take are now on auto ship. My Lashify lashes are on auto ship. Like I have a lot of stuff on auto ship because I just know I'm only going to remember when I run out and I just don't want to run out. Laundry detergent, like I've got all the things on the auto ship. Last little piece of example advice that I'll give you is to write it down. Don't ask your brain to remember stuff that you know you're probably not going to remember. I don't know how many doctor's appointments it took me missing. Like the doctor would call me and be like, hey, we're expecting to see your kids right now. Are you guys able to make it? And I'd be like, oh no, we're on our way right now. (laughs) We're leaving now. I forgot. So I want you to just think about where have you been making it harder for yourself by making yourself wrong for the way that you are. Because when you look at how you are and you make yourself wrong for it, you don't figure out how to work with it. You don't create solutions for it and it actually hurts you more. If you look at how you are, even if you don't really like it and you figure out how can I work with that and you create systems and structures to help you, then the way that you are doesn't really impact you as much, at least negatively. So when you accept who you are without judgment, your life gets so much easier. So I want to challenge you to look for those areas where you can work with your brain, work with yourself and the way that you are 
And I can't wait to hear from all of you how much easier things are when you do this. All right, I will talk to you all next time. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 